From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us as we joyfully offer this prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary for the third week of Advent. Virgin Mary, Mother of God and Our Mother, to your Immaculate Heart we consecrate ourselves in an act of total entrustment to the Lord. By you we will be led to Christ. By Him and with Him we will be led to the Father. We will walk in the light of faith and we will do everything so that the world may believe that Jesus Christ is the one sent by the Father. With Him we wish to carry His love and salvation to the ends of the earth. Amen. Good day and welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Monsignor Sam Bianco. This Mass is made possible thanks to the kindness of the late Mr. Thomas Constantine Zoma, who remembered the Daily TV Mass community in his estate. This Mass is offered in memory of Thomas and for his living and deceased family and friends. Mr. Zoma was a person concerned about the suffering of Christians in his homeland of Iraq and the neighboring countries. Today, we offer our prayers for all Christians in Iraq and the Middle East, recalling the words of encouragement of Pope Francis who prayed in these words, may the Lord sustain the efforts of those who work for dialogue and coexistence in the Middle East, where the Christian faith was born and is alive despite the sufferings. To the dear people of Iraq and its neighbors, may God always grant strength, perseverance, and courage. We thank the estate of Thomas Constantine Zoma for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God our Father and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Coming together as God's family, we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who seeing the human race fallen into death, willed to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son, grant, we pray, that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel. When Hannah had weaned her son Samuel, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, a measure of flour, and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. 
Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And Hannah said, O my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who was standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore, I have lent this child to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. Hannah left Samuel there for the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart rejoices in the Lord, my Savior. My heart exalts in the Lord. My strength is exalted in my God. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in my victory. My heart rejoices in the Lord, my Savior. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low he also exalts. My heart rejoices in the Lord, my Savior. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. Come, King of all nations, source of your church's unity and faith. Save all people, your own creation. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord. In those days, Mary set out to visit Elizabeth. After hearing her greeting, Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty ones has, has done great things for me, and holy is his name. God's mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm he has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. 
He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. The Lord has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Set out to visit. The place where Elizabeth lived, Zechariah's and where Mary set out to visit is known today as Ein Karem. It means in, in, in Hebrew, a spring of the vineyard. And it's about two miles outside of the present city of Jerusalem. And given all the, the big city of Jerusalem, the noise, the chaos, whatever it may be there, it's an extraordinary oasis of pastoral beauty, literally spring of the vineyards, gardens, and, and on the edge of the de desert, lots of beauty there and lush greeny, greenery and growing there. I was privileged to visit many years ago at two times, and the Sisters of Sion, who have roots in Canada, have a wonderful retreat house there. And to spend a few days um, away from the intensity of Jerusalem and all the other realities that are going on in the holy land of, of suffering and, and joy it is to really experience a place of peace and of joy uh, and and of nourishment and in it was it is that now at least I hope it's still now and through the centuries it's been a great place of pilgrimage the place where people go to remember the visitation the meeting between uh, Mary and Elizabeth and properly done, it can be one of the most beautiful sites in, in the Holy Land where nature is, is, is matured and sustained and nurtured and, and a place you want to visit and be present to. There's a place also where two strong women visited one another. I take the phrase two strong women from the gospel uh, uh, commentator, Timothy Luke Johnson. He said, this is a place where two strong women met. And it's to be remembered for that. The first strong woman is Elizabeth. You will recall, she was quite elderly in age, beyond what was expected of child rearing age. And certainly she had disappointment. And although we don't know the details, her husband probably was moody and, and grumpy about that and, 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 and didn't have much confidence that God would help him. But more importantly, think of, uh, because of that time and that culture and that place, um, the, the hurt and the difficulty, because it was expected that, that a woman would have a child. And if not, it was her fault. And Elizabeth didn't give up. She kept, like Hannah, hoping and praying that in some way, even though she was elderly and apparently beyond child-rearing age, some way God, when in his mysterious providence, would, as she said, lift up the shame from her heart and a child would be born. 
And out of that strength and hope and trust and confidence in God, this strong woman gave birth to an equally strong child, John the Baptist. And her strength as Elizabeth is matched by the strength of Mary. Don't forget, in practical terms, she's almost just over being a teenage girl. And she's presented with a tremendous challenge, a tremendous difficulty. A mysterious angel visits her and tells her in some way, in providence, in a way mysterious to her, she will give birth to a child who will be the savior of the people Israel. And she wonders, can this happen? How is this possible? And she reaches out to God and, and, and she makes an act of trust. Fiat, let it be done according to your will. So her strength not only comes uh, from who she is as a person, but her inner confidence that in some way these mysterious but real happenings, the visiting of the angel to her, would in fact yield something tremendously fruitful. The strength of Mary and Elizabeth doesn't come from their egos. It comes from their humility, their faith, and their trust in God. And that's true strength when you depend not only on your own gifts, which they both had, but also that God will marry his grace with your gifts and bring forth life. So that's the place where two strong women meet. And it's a place they set out to visit. And the place or the reality they set out to visit is a place where there's true neighborliness, love, and affection. Elizabeth is there about to give birth and from miles away comes her cousin Mary to assist her to be with her. And the intimacy that was in that place between these two women, although they were cousins, it, is truly, it truly overflows their conversation, their sharing with an, uh, one another, the mysterious realities that was about to f f uh, befall them, uh, the, the challenges of what it would be to give birth to a baby and babies in those conditions. That's something they shared and they met with each other. That, that, that's part of the heart of friendship. Not, not just having babies and experiencing, but being true friends, being supportive and neighborly to one another. And also covering all of that is their trust and their confidence, their worship in God and their hope in him and the Holy Spirit's action. Well, that has implications for you and me. We're about to celebrate Christmas and all of you, all of us will be preparing places for Christmas, and you'll do everything you can to make them as lovely and as welcoming as possible. Um, uh, the editor of the novelist uh, uh, Natalia Kononyeko says she was pregnant and, and preparing for Christmas. She was fretting a lot until she learned your preparations for Christmas don't have to be perfect. You do the best you can, and you set out all the things knowing that some things not going to be perfect. There's going to be things you've forgotten or missed. But what is important is that you're trying to set out your home, your condo, your apartment, wherever you are, as a place of beauty and goodness. And I extend that to everything, even in, in Gaza, in the places where it seems impossible a Christmas can take place. 
There are going to be men and women who are going to set out amidst all that destruction, something, a moment like in Karim, a place of nurture, a place of life and of goodness. And that tells us that we, we, we support and cover the goodness of nature, but we recognize that even in the most difficult of circumstances, uh, there can be a nest somewhere where people can give life to one another and support it. And as best we can, we try to do that. And also when we come together, we try to come together in friendship. Yes, we have relatives and families, but we also, as we come together, want to try to forgive any of the family members we have hurt or to forget past fights, but also to try to see the strength and the goodness in our neighbors and our relatives and to move beyond that. E each one of us will try to do something to expand Christmas and make it bigger. And finally, we try to imitate Mary and Elizabeth. We imitate them as best we can in neighborliness. The one thing that I think we Christians have to add, and so many people do it, is not only neighborliness, friendliness, it's the worship of God. I know for many people, the existence of God, the worship of God seems tangential, it seems removed. Uh, that may be the case, but that's not for us. We try to do two things. We try to be neighborly and friendly and help one another and ask for forgiveness of sins. But beneath it all, we try to let the Holy Spirit lift us up that as we're serving food, as we're helping one another, we also do it as an act of worship and adoration that the God who created us calls us to fullness, to life, and to beauty. We prepare for Christmas by helping one another. We prepare for Christmas by giving worship and praise to God who has brought us together. Please, will you stand and join with me and we'll offer our prayers and petitions to the Lord today. During this Advent season, our community prayer is to our Blessed Mother as we humbly ask that she intercede with her son on behalf of those searching for hope, joy, and love as we pray, prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine, a work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Contrite hearts, Lord, wash away all my iniquities, cleanse me of all my sinfulness. Thank you. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands. Trusting in your compassion, O Lord, we come eagerly with our offerings to your sacred altar that 
through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Come up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in praise. And so with the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of a new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks as you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Francis, our bishop, all the clergy and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. 
Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on Behold, the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen.
Let us pray. May reception of your sacraments strengthen us, O Lord, so that we may go out to meet our Savior with worthy deeds when he comes and merit the rewards of the blessed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.